Welcome to the Press Conference Podcast, where we bring you the pressing topics that nobody asked for. I'm Dave, and I'm here with my co-host, Phil. How's it going, man? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, good. Going good. I'm pumped for this episode, dude, to um, tell you. I'm pretty keen to, to get onto this one, too. I think um, this is just going to be a good music chat, so I'm keen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what have you been listening to at the moment? Uh, what have I been listening to at the moment? I've been listening to a lot of music, um, I guess, in prep for, for this episode. So I don't want to give away too much. Um, what I have been listening to, I guess, is a lot of music that you've been recommending me lately. So, um, Oh, nice. What have I been listening to? I've been listening to a lot of um, Great Death. Yep. Um, which we're going to potentially talk about later on. Maybe, maybe not. Um, we'll I've been see. listening to the self-titled Joyce Manor album quite a bit this week. I know it came up in our friendship groups, um, talking about it. So, uh, I've been, yeah. yeah, smashing that out. What about you? Uh, yeah, I'm a bit the same doing my, doing my research and, and listening to, to your recommendations. Um, but I've really been like the last month or so just really smashing portrayal of guilt. Yep. Um, they're kind of come out of my screamo my screamo phase, yep. I guess you could call it, but they're like got a mix of like black metal in it. It's not something I'd usually listen to, but for some reason I really gravitated to it. It's awesome. Yeah, definitely. When you when you said that you were listening to them, I'd seen them come up quite a bit, but never really gave them the time. Um, but yeah, on the back of that screamo kind of kick you've been on, I think they're they're right in there. Yeah, definitely. So, have you got any new pickups? New pickups. Today, I actually got um, everyone's least favorite um, pop punk um, <laughs> king at the moment. Machine Gun Kelly's second album uh, was my most recent pickup. Um, and last week, I got a bunch of stuff um, that's kind of been building up overseas for a while. They got delivered, but... Um, yeah, nice. Yeah, no, Machine Gun Kelly's my most recent. What about you? Ooh. Um, my most recent would be that uh, Some Heard Trouble Scorpion. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. It's a nice clear with black and red splatter. Yep. Yeah. Just, so just black and red splatter? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if we can actually talk about <laughs> that, but um, yeah, it's pretty special. That's Dream great. Division release. Um, and have you been listening to, um, I guess, anything that is recent or just really the, the old stuff you're kicking back onto? Just the old stuff at the moment. Um, nothing else has come out recently that I won't talk about later on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought I'd save my thoughts for that. Cool. And I guess as we've been recording, um, Parkway Drive just announced their new album with, you know, a hundred million variants. Um, what are your thoughts on that? (laughs) Well, um, that's the old spirit box, bear tooth dance, Gavin dance kind of, Drop, we, isn't it? No, we was, don't. We don't talk bad things about them on here. <laughs> I think it's just a standard thing for a band of a certain size, isn't it? Um, well, they're like, independent now, right? They, they don't have a label. It looks that way. Like the single wasn't released on um, through Resist, so like probably. Um, so that's a pretty big deal for them to kind of outlay what twenty five thousand records, maybe. Yeah, maybe thirty thousand oh. Adele size kind of press. I think it's good. I mean. It's good for Aussie music, right? So, yeah, yeah, cool. Bad for people's wallets who who like to VC, but yeah, um, not my wallet. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'll. Uh, I don't think it'll be hitting my wallet too hard either. No, that's good. That's good. 
Um, well, before we get into you know our, our pressing topic for the day, I guess I'll just do a cheeky shameless plug, um, <laughs> a little competition that we're running over at Instagram. Um, you know, in lockdown, getting quite bored, me and you know millions of other people uh, created you know our vinyl Instagrams or vinylgram accounts, and um, mm-hmm. mine yeah. hit one year this week. Uh, so I decided to run like a cheeky little giveaway, nothing too crazy out there. Um, like you know, partnering with the show. Um, so if you if you're listening and you haven't you know, enter the comp yet, um, go and hit up my Instagram at Ferrip underscore vinyl or, um, our Instagram at press con pod. Um, and yeah, enter the, enter the comp and win yourself a, uh, slowly, slowly vinyl, um, an unreleased t-shirt, uh, for the pod as well as a gift card to a store of your choice. So yeah, shameless plug there. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> it's going in one ear and out the other. Some will feel like no other. Life is not a puzzle for you to solve You know that nothing really lasts forever This won't be a last endeavor So don't play your last card There's more for you to know When life begins to pass I don't think I'll outlast you Without you So, um, coming into our pressing topic of the week, we are doing something a little bit different to what we have the last few weeks, rather than talking about a specific band or era or or genre or something, um, we're actually going to do a bit of our mid-year review um, of all the music that's come out. I'm pretty keen. Yeah, me too. Uh, So much stuff's coming out this year. I didn't think I'd have that many on my list, and then going through it, I was pleasantly surprised about how much good music's come out this year it actually was overwhelming how much has come out and i think if you know if you ask me what i listen to i only really offer up one or two two bands a week really but yeah when i'm looking at like my last fm stats and what's actually in my library it's it's actually crazy how much new music i've started listening to this year so i think there's a lot to talk about <laughs> yeah especially if you listen to a lot more pop and like hip-hop stuff as well so yeah. you've got to a bigger range than me i'm i've got my blinkers on a little bit but uh we'll get into that later yeah and I, look i think it'll be good i mean um when i'm looking at the list and what we'll talk about there is probably quite a bit of crossover because we do talk so much about the same stuff but we've tried to put in mm-hmm. some some other things in there that you know i'm sure is a little bit more left field for you especially dave <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that's fine it's opening those new horizons so it's it's fine i'm happy to happy to hear it yeah, so today we'll go through our albums of the year so far, EPs of the year, um, you know, standalone songs. Uh, but I thought we could start with something that I've probably started to track myself, um, you know, even before we met for the last few years, because I think through the last 10, 15 years, you know, I've gone through a bit of a journey listening to a bunch of different kinds of music. And, you know, I end up finding myself listening to bands that I wish I listened to back in the day or that I missed like over the last 10, 15 years um, to now. Um, so I thought we'd open up with just talking about some new music that we found um, through conversations with us or other people um, that we're really liking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty keen. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah. So we're actually going back with our like oldest 
very like oldest album that we found or band. Yeah. Um, and and this is one that I've suggested on the pod earlier, and I don't even know how we missed missed uh, this band, but it's a melodic hardcore band called Worthwhile, and the album is Carry On Kid. Mm. A really, really good storytelling album. It's a bit of a concept album, maybe. Like I'm, like it carries on. I a, think so. Yeah, carries on a theme of carry on, kids. So it tells the story of a, a young boy going through some some hardship in life and and stuff like that. And just yeah, it's really like depressing but uplifting at the same time. I think it gives gives you hope when you get to the end uh, of the album and. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, what are your thoughts? I was so... Um, I remember you shared this to me. I think it was like a Sunday, um, you know, and our group chat's going a bit crazy. And you, you put this band up and, you know, I thought, yep, I'll listen to it soon. Um, didn't listen to it. You're on my back for a good five days being like, please listen to it. I know you're going to like it. And as soon as I listened yep. to it, I was like, why did I not listen to it sooner? <laughs> you know, I think <laughs> it's become one of my favorite things this year. Um, but you're right, that melodic hardcore that we spoke about it the, the other week. Um, it's just got everything I want out of like melodic hardcore. You know, I think the vocals are kind of right on cue, um, you Definitely. know, with that kind of like yelling, screaming kind of type. And, and mm-hmm. the music itself, like if you can take vocals away from a, from an album and the music can still make you feel all these emotions, I think the music's doing its job. And I think when you put those together, it makes for a great album and worthwhile. Yeah, one of the best new things I've listened to this year as well. Yep. And we're both looking for a copy on, on vinyl. <laughs> so it's it's quickly turned into a bit of a, a, a white whale, a bit of a grail. Um, as far as I can tell, you don't see many pop up, I've up only, for sale. I've so. only seen that one and it wasn't even for sale. It was just a flex. <laughs> yep. Um, it was the worst. <laughs> yeah. I still think about sometimes giving you their follow-up album, um, but Happy birthday, mate. Enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you. Camera will get you back. It's all good. Um, the next thing that I found this year that I've absolutely fallen in love with, um, and it's probably a bit topical because they just released their physicals um, last week, mm-hmm. um, but Pile of Love, um, super group uh, band with members from Drug Church, The Story So Far, and State Champs. Um absolutely awesome group you know from the bands i just listed you'd think they'd be in that kind of punk realm probably not really like that they're almost like surf rock indie kind of thing um yeah it only came out last year and so i don't know how i missed it either um but i got onto it really early at the start of the year i think you might have sent it to me or i read an article maybe somewhere i'm not sure yeah you brought it to me um and we basically listened to it together down that at weekend at um, at Inverloch. Oh, that's right. Yeah, when Unify One was meant to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Kilcunda. But um, yeah, that's another awesome like chilled release. It's probably not really much in my lane before I heard it, and it's just one of those things that you can just stick on and just switch off to a little bit, and it's just really cool, chilled, yeah, and. Like I'm surprised they're not bigger, being like members from those bands, but they haven't really plugged it from the other bands' points of view. So it's kind of cool that it's a little bit underground. Yeah, I think it's going to be a bit like No Pressure, um, which you know we're going to talk about them later. Spoiler alert, sorry. (laughs) But I think when they release their first EP, you know, being a bit of a supergroup themselves, um, 
I felt like that EP went really under the radar. And I remember getting a copy only knowing because it said, you know, Parker Cannon was in it. Um, but again, not many people were talking about it. And then once it came out and everyone had physicals and posting about it, they kind of blew up a bit. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping the that this happens presses, for them. Yeah. The first presses of that No Pressure EP are really hard to find. Yeah. Until they repressed it and then they went super quick as well. So, yeah. So yeah. Um, I love them and everyone should go listen to them because they're, they're a great vibe and yeah, summer's coming up soon and I can't wait to be like, I can't wait to blast that album. So yeah, it's going to be fun. Yep. We both got copies of that coming. So keen yep. as. Yeah, very keen. So uh, my next submission is uh, Grayscale Umbra. Amazing. Something that, oh, so good. Um, so I came back from, came from a bit of a pop punk emo background and I kind of left it behind me when I left high school and a few years later. But um, there's dribs and drabs sneak through every every now and then and and feel yourself and, and our friend Nick um, kept kept plugging it. So I decided to uh, to give it a listen. But I'd actually put dibs on Nick's second copy that he was getting before I'd even listened to it because you guys had talked to talked about it so much. And then uh, I gave it my first, like its first listen. And I listened to it for like three weeks straight, I reckon. And it's awesome. The kids love it. It's just like, it's a bit like um, a pile of love. I, like it's not right in that pop punk kind of realm. It's kind of more on that pop side, yeah. And I think, yeah, you know, if you listen to Grayscale, what, three albums ago, four albums ago, they were, yeah, you, you know, stock standard pop punk band. And that's how I got into yeah. them. Um, and then, you know, the album before this one did go a bit more pop, a little bit more, I wouldn't say experimental cause it's not groundbreaking music, but it was a bit different yeah. to what they were known for. And I didn't mind that album and it's grown on me a lot now in hindsight, but when the, the singles for this came out, I think I knew a bit more what to expect. Um, and mm. they blew, they blew my mind, um, out of the park. And I think last year they were my number two album of the year. Um, yeah, a great album. I'm so glad you got onto it because yeah, it is a bit different to what you listen to, but Mm, me They're too. Incredible. Yeah, I think the thing that made it for me was the sax. Oh, more sax in music, please. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Agreed. So, uh, yeah, Grayscale Umbra. If you haven't given that a listen, there's my one of my recommendations. Yeah. I think the next one for me, um, which is a bit of an oldie, um, it's one of the oldest ones we'll talk about today, uh, and actually came on the back of our melodic hardcore episode. You know, I think after. Um, that episode, you know, we mentioned it last week as well. A lot of people were talking to us about, you know, what Melodic Hardcore was and, you know, we were having that discussion about what we think it was. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, Hopes 4 were, were a band that kind of got tossed around a few times. So I went back and listened to uh, the EP No Wings to Speak Of and straight away um, I knew exactly what everyone had been saying that, you know, I'd been sleeping on this sound for so long and they were one of the best to do it I think even like I listened to mm-hmm. that EP and you could have written that album today and it would have you know had the same effect or 20 years ago or anywhere in between um and so many so much of the sounds like the guitar work the vocal work that you hear in melodic hardcore now you can hear it in that EP and it's it's got to be one of my favorite things I've listened to this year yeah definitely I love that EP those first two albums absolutely slap yeah. and they're in that same um 
they're in the same realm as like Under Oath. Um, yeah. Back in back in two thousand two, two thousand one. Yeah. And um, they chose a different path. They still like wrote great music. They just yeah ended up on the wrong label, unfortunately, and and that's kind of where it is. I would love to actually do an episode on them one day because since I kind of got down this rabbit hole listening to their music and after those first two, they changed so much. And then when you, you read yep. about them and find out why that's crazy and so, so unfortunate, but the new album they released a few years ago, I really like. Um, so not all is lost. Yeah. Their story is fascinating. Yeah. No, it's super good. I'm excited to talk about the next one. What do you got, Dave? <laughs> I might get roasted a little bit about this one. Probably. Um, so uh, I hadn't listened to anything by My Chemical Romance before they released The Black Parade. <laughs> yeah. Did there I get go. it right? Yeah, you got it right. Let's go. <laughs> um, and... Um, I listened to Jeremy Baum's podcast, uh, the first ever podcast, and um, he had Frankie Arrow coming on. Mm. And I was talking to you about it, and I get to submit questions and stuff. And Phil, you asked me to um, submit a question. It was about, um, I forget the track name. Early Sunsets Over Monroeville. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite My so, Chemical Romance songs. <laughs> It is a great track and um, it prompted me to go back and have a listen. And as soon as I listened to it, it was like peak 2002 for me and I'm not even sure how I missed it. And then I found out that uh, Jeff Rickley, the singer of Thursday, produced it and I don't know how I missed that. Yep. And it's a bit like Grayscale as well. I just had it on repeat, had to find a copy on vinyl. And, um, yeah, it's one of those things that is great about music. Like 20 years later, you can, you can pick something up and it makes you feel young again. It made me feel young again a little bit and it was awesome. And I, I love that thing from, from start to finish. Yeah. I think it's, it's really hard. And I mean, I'm sure one day we'll do a My Chemical Romance episode, um, when I feel we can do it justice, but <laughs> yeah. I, I, I find it really hard to rank their albums because I think they all come and go in such a different way. And in certain times, you know, I'll listen to one more than the other, but I think that album yep. is so different from the others, but in a way that like in a good way. So I find myself listening to that album nearly more than the others, if I'm being honest. And I'm so glad you found it because it's right up your alley. I would have thought and I was, I was, I was super shocked that you missed it because when Mike and we're getting big um, and everyone, like as long as I can remember talk down to that album. Um, I thought that would have prompted you to listen, but you know, you slept 20 years. That's all right. You're awake now. So yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I got onto them afterwards, but uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't go back for some reason, but that's all good. That's good. It's very good. The next album um, or band that I, I started listening to this, this more the last six months that I've really liked is a band called Charmer and their album Ivy. Not the other way around. Like I got confused before the app. <laughs> um, I think they, uh, they're kind of probably sitting in that realm of, um, you know, this kind of beach indie rock vibe that Pile of Love kind of play in. Um, mm-hmm. And it's probably a little bit different to what I listen to these days, but 
and their album is probably a bit bland in regards to every song sounds the same, but it was just a really good, good, good vibe early in the year. I found I was doing a lot of driving, you know, driving between Sydney and Melbourne quite a bit earlier in yep. the year. And it's just such a good road trip album. Um, you know, it feels really good. It's kind of, you don't even need to listen to the lyrics and it, it's just um, so much fun to listen to. So I had to put that in there. I'm not sure if you've listened. No, I haven't listened to them. I've seen them up on like Instagram, people posting about them. But from what it sounds, it's like one of those albums you can just put on in the background. 100%. Just like let time pass by. 100%. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's some of the great albums that you can listen to. You don't have to be over complex in, no. in lyrics or even like musical ability. If it yeah. sounds good and it makes you feel good, yeah, put it on. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so my next one is one that we spoke about in the um, in the in the pre topic. Um, so it's portrayal of guilt. We are always alone. Yep. Uh, this was released in twenty twenty one. Portrayal of guilt released two albums in twenty twenty one, which is huge. Two. Coming out of two, very um very CU space cowboy of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and they're both really good. But uh, this is the one that kind of got me through. Yep. Uh, like got me over the line. Um, it's just that, yeah, really fast black metal, screamo, emo violence kind of sound that I love. Yep. But it's just so unique. I haven't heard anything like it. You said they were um, three-piece, right? They're three-piece as well. That's crazy. Which is crazy to me because they make so much noise. It's unbelievable. I when you told me to go straight to the first album or EP, mm-hmm. I believe, and I listened to that and it was a bit chaotic, but I did like it. Um, mm. I think I've been listening to a lot of chaotic music lately um, in some ways, but um, yeah, it blew my mind that they were a three piece. Like, um, I, can't, I, can't, I just can't imagine what they'd be like live. I should probably get on YouTube and try and find them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're on hate five, six or something like that. But I'm I'm excited to see if they come out to Australia because that would be epic to see in person. I always look at bands like that and really hope they come out with other bands like that. <laughs> like I would yeah, love to see CU Space Cowboy come here. Um, and I think they're a band that they like. They're probably the closest one that reminds me of those when I listen to them. So, yeah, yep, they're very good. They're kind of on that converge level, not converge level but that can converge kind of chaos so yeah that hardcore i still ha- i still don't really listen to converge i know that's okay it's one i've been sleeping on i will i will wake up soon don't worry <laughs> um like i did on this next band from an album that came out in 99 um you know i was still a little little boy back then <laughs> but um <laughs> on the back of that you know melodic hardcore um sound that we were talking about with some people um, and just general, I guess, heavy music from from back in the day. Um, I've been listening to the um, album The Opposite of December, A Season of Separation by Poison the Well quite a lot lately. It's very good. Um, I, it, I've always seen them come up and I know they've repressed a few of their latest stuff uh, in the last year. And I just mm-hmm. don't know why I never picked them up and listened to them. Um, but I'm glad I did because that album's crazy. Um from start to finish, there's not a bad song on it, and mm, yeah. I absolutely love it. Yeah, they're one of those big names in in like post hardcore melodic hardcore now. Like, yeah, 
they just paved the way for some huge bands and they like tour with like Thursday and Silverstein and like worked really hard, but would around just a little bit before those, those bands. And like, obviously with opposite of December coming out in 99 really just helped propel uh, post hardcore into what we know it is now. It's like, it was like on the borderline of mainstream mid 2000s. Which is wild to me because it does not, nothing about that sounds mainstream, which is why I kind of wish I was born like 10 years earlier because I would have loved <laughs> to have had this in the mainstream, but no, it's very good. <laughs> okay. So this is the last one through the, the new music for us. Um, back to the future kind of yep. segment. Yep. Um, another band that you just kept. <laughs> <laughs> telling me about pestering me about oh it's one of your favorite bands so i don't blame you at all no. so um this is an album from 2019 and it's uh neck deep the peace and the panic very good <laughs> it is really really good and you can see a bit of like a full circle for me coming back to a lot of pop punk and emo <laughs> Sure, Jesus, Dave. And, um, <laughs> I know we're, we're, we're not kid-friendly, but not that kid-friendly. <laughs> no, that was a slip of the tongue. <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot of pop punk coming around full circle. So, um, yeah, I really enjoy this from start to finish. Um, the Sam Carter uh, feature as well is awesome, but it's a bit different to what you would expect from him as well. Um, yeah, just really good. I love the artwork as well. So I picked that one up on, on vinyl yeah. a couple of months back and, um, yeah, I like what they're doing and they'll, uh, we'll have a chat about them later as well. I'll probably go on the record now saying that, um, it might not be their best album to, in, in, in the broad sense of things, but it's definitely my favorite album. I think it's just a perfect mm-hmm. balance between that pop punk and maturity that, you know, a lot of these pop punk bands are stepping away from. And they probably did it the best, to be honest, like that slight step away, um, yep. you know, in the modern new age pop punk era. Um, I'm so stoked that you picked it up and I'm so stoked that you're listening to it because, yeah, it's it's amazing. And when you see these songs live, you know, it's just, um, they're just so good and they're the best. And I, and I hope we talk about them more later this year when they surprise drop an album on us, I hope. <laughs> oh, we don't want a surprise drop. We just want to... A normal drop. Hey, I didn't say anything about surprise physicals. Just get the music out <laughs> in my streaming and then you can worry about the physicals later. <laughs> I heard they're doing 28 variants. That's all right. That's all right. We can prepare for that. <laughs> all right. We're going to move on to our next segment. And this is uh, standalone signal singles with no sign of more music yet. So this is a list of um, of singles that have come out kind of out of the blue, standalone stuff, um, random drops, and um, without any announcements after them. So um, yeah, I'll go into the first. Oh, I was going to say, no, I was just saying that when we were doing our list, I was just thinking there's so, so much music that's come out that, you know, wasn't on these lists, right? It wasn't an album or an EP, and I think we'd just be... We, I just couldn't let some of these go, and I'm glad you had the same idea. So kick us off with a great one that came out at the start of the year. <laughs> Absolute banger. Oh, man, it's gr- it grows on me every time I listen to it. As, as 
our listeners would know, Bloom are probably one of our favourite Australian bands. Oh, 100%. I think they the probably, yeah. I can't think of many others that I'd put before them at the moment. Yeah, so it was huge to get this single. They were just about to tour. I think like three weeks later, we saw them at the charity show at, um, at yep. Stay Gold. Yeah. And it lifted the roof off. Yeah. Like, so heavy. So good. Um, like still in that melodic hardcore vein, but they just kind of took it to another level. Like I think it almost felt like two songs in one. You still got that Bloom yep. song, but it almost felt like they're channeling the inner counterparts even. Um, yeah. Because like those yep. breakdowns are filthy, filthy good. <laughs> and um, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, can't wait to see what they're gonna to bring us later in the year. Hopefully, so that's a fingers crossed. Something fingers crossed for some for some more music. But yeah, yeah we can be patient. Yeah. The... I wouldn't mind seeing them live a few more times as well. Um, yeah, hope, but hopefully an album comes out soon. And they have a heap more music because I just want more. Yep, yep. We're getting greedy. I know. I know. <laughs> Um, the, the first single I wanted to talk about, which is no surprise, um, we actually did a whole episode on just this song because I couldn't handle my excitement, but the foundations of decay by my chemical romance, they're back. Um, the song is just as good now as it was when it came out in May. Um, I'm absolutely itching at the bit for them to come over in March next year. I can't wait to see this song live. Um, I think it's a great song. They've aged so well and it just makes perfect sense that they would release a song like this um, after like all this time off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And it hit top 10 in the U S this week, this week, this week, as in we're recording first week of July and it's in the top 10. Yeah. That's very good. That says a lot about them and a lot about the fans, the elder emos. Oh, I, I think I listen to this song. Yeah. Quite often. Um, I was so happy when it came out. Go listen to the episode. Like you don't want to hear me talk about yeah. it now and get emotional. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, give it a listen. It's it's really great. And they open it they open up all their sets with it now. So yep. that says a lot too. Yep. Um yeah. So uh, my next one is Straight North by Koyo. They're kind of a band I picked up late last year. They say they're a hardcore band, but I think they're like a bit of a skate punk band. Almost. Skate punk, I like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, they're not they're not heavy at all. They have like really nice guitar work, like fairly clean vocals. But I, from what I've seen uh, on YouTube and stuff, they have a very good stage presence. So they're like slightly heavier pop punk, which I think fits that yeah. skate punk quite well. Yeah. I was really confused when I first listened to them because I thought they were going to be just a generic pop punk band, which I am all for because I love my generic pop punk. Um, but no, there's a lot more to them. And I think they, they're going to be really big if they keep releasing music like this. Yeah. Yeah. And they've just, this, these are coming out on Hopeless. So they've got uh, a pretty good, a big label behind them now. Yeah. And when I first heard them, they're on Triple B. So it's like, I didn't think a band like that would be on triple B records, but they've since done sticks and stones, but most of their stuff is like, um, nineties style hardcore. So yeah. it took me back, but yeah, really enjoying it. Oh, that's good. 
And look, they're on Hopeless now, which arguably have the best pop-punk roster. So they're probably only going to get bigger and hopefully they don't get softer because oh, mm. I think they've got a good balance of their sound at the moment. So yeah, let's see how we go. Yeah. Uh, my next song is also from a pop-punk band um, that actually broke up this year. It, it broke my mm. heart. Um, but they released a song for us called Split In Two. The band's called Stuck Out. Do you listen to them? I have dabbled. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the first EP wasn't too bad. Yeah. But I never, it was like two songs. So, yeah. I, yeah, it went past pretty fast. But um, I know that you guys were pretty devastated about them. Yeah. So, so they were like a Melbourne pop punk band, um, played a heap of local shows um, back in the day that I absolutely loved. Um, and you know, they weren't the best pop punk band out there. They weren't even the best pop punk band in Melbourne, but they were just so fun. Um, their songs were, you know, very emotional for all those sad boy pop punk email listeners <laughs> out there. And I think it just, they were, they were just really great. And, you know, I felt like they were starting to get their big break and then COVID kept hitting and then, you know, they signed to Grayscale, which was great. And they released a really yep. great EP. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure what happened over COVID years. They just, I guess, couldn't keep it going. Um, I was really lucky to get to their EP show that first year of lockdown. They did an acoustic reimagined kind of set because at the oh, time, yeah. everyone was meant to be sitting. So yeah. these songs that were written to be, you know, fast and hard pop punk songs, um, they ended up doing acoustic and different. Um, and it was just so, so special to see. Um, unfortunately, couldn't go to their final shows because I got COVID. Um, but they released this song yeah, and it was just such a... like. I don't know how to explain it. It was just such a love letter to their fans, I guess, um, over their previous music as well as, you know, they even like put some of their older music in these songs, right? And it was just mm-hmm. amazing. And um, I need to talk about it. Yeah. Sounds like it was a bit of, bit of closure. It was a bit of a, like a a goodbye. Yeah. Which is kind of awesome. Not many bands do that. And it was, I can't think of many other bands that have done a song like that as they're kind of like, you know, goodbye. It was just a perfect mm-hmm. song. They did it so well. Um, and I'm just spewing that they didn't play those that song live because it would have been it would have been really good. But what can you do? Let's hope they come back. Fingers crossed. Mm. Uh, my next one is another, or like an, a surprise drop single um, by Thrice called Dead Wake. So this is a song that was supposed to be on Horizons East, but they didn't finish it in time. Oh. And I th- I think that's almost could have been the best song on the album if they'd finished it. I thought there were going to be more Horizons albums, right? There's going to be Horizons West. That's rumoured. So I think okay. they've written enough for, for like two albums, but they didn't finish this song and they just really wanted to put it out. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that they drop like a seven inch for it or something like that because the, the B side is uh, scavengers acoustic, yeah, which is a really good rendition of that song as well. Yeah. It just translates to acoustic really well. But uh, yeah, that, that song, I listened to it like five or six times in a row the day it came out. It was just, it, it grabbed me. So um, yeah, if you like thrice and you haven't heard that song, go, go and go and listen to it now. I think that song was almost what my, the My Chem song was for me. It came out a week yeah. apart. I remember I didn't stop listening to that My Chem song all day. And I feel like that Thrice song was, yeah, that for you. Um, yeah, it's so good. I still listen to it now. It's, it's really good. 
Yeah, I, I listened to it once. I'm really sorry. I might go back and listen to it after this. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we'll put it on the playlist. Yeah, no, we will do. We will. Uh, my next song is uh, another song that uh, came out in May. May was a great month for singles. Um, mm. It's a band that we spoke about. You started listening to The Peace and the Panic this year. Um, yep. But their single, um, Shut the Fuck Up, or STFU, I don't know what you want to say. Um, awesome single. You know, the band. The band's back. Um, they're independent. They're not, they're not on Hopeless anymore, which I think is kind of scary. Uh, but a lot of bands have dropped off Hopeless um, this year, like Tiny Moving Parts aren't on there anymore either, mm-hmm. which I thought was a bit interesting. But um, no, they're back. And the single came out. And it just felt like vintage, neck deep. Um, they weren't trying to be too progressive. They weren't trying to be too generic. It was just a song they felt like they wanted to write. Um, you know, Danny had left the band. Um, so you can feel like they're in this new era of neck deep and awesome track. It's so catchy. Um, it's just vintage neck deep. I can't say much more about that than that. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that they drop some more stuff, like we said earlier. Hopefully. But I was just thinking... Do you think Neck Deep, like we were talking about this last week, Yeah. do you think Neck Deep are going to be that new age consistent version of Mayday Parade, but a little bit better? So they're like that Mr. Consistent of of that pop punk scene. Yeah. so great they keep giving to their fans yeah <laughs> other than the parker cannon who just does what he wants <laughs> um mm-hmm. I, I think i think they're not there yet i think it's different i think the i think the pop punk the new age pop punk um genre is a lot smaller than what mayday you know occupied that big emo you know of the early to mid 2000s i think they could be if the but on a much smaller scale so yeah i think you, yeah you make a good point but i do think that yeah I just don't think the new age pop punk's big enough anymore. Yeah. Well, what I meant was, is like, yeah, they'd have like their, their big bunch of albums. Um, they've like, they won't have a bad one, that yeah. kind of thing. So when it's all said and done, they can, they'll be able, they'll be up there with the May Day parades and, and bands like that. I really hope so. I mean, I didn't see them slowing down. You know, they've lost three members now, three members mm-hmm. over their, over their time uh, in like key members. Right. If they're still kicking, now um i think they'll be fine hopefully they keep going so yeah awesome um and the last one which i don't know if you'd listen to or not i just wanted to put it in there it came out a few weeks ago um it's called glimpse of us by joji it's doing its rounds on tiktok um tiktok yeah it's um it's probably a little bit left field to what we've kind of been talking about today um, in, you know, the scene, but Joji used to be filthy Frank on YouTube. I'm not sure if you ever watched his videos or not. No. Um, and pretty much he's an Asian American, you know, R and B kind of rapper, like, I guess you wouldn't say rapper, but he's probably more of a, like a soul R and B singer. Um, okay. and he's released some amazing music, but this song that he released a month ago might be the most heartbreaking song I've heard all year. Um, Ooh. and I, I listen to it every day, every day. It's just um, right up my alley and I just want to call it out. So if you're listening and you're into anything 
different to, you know, the scene that we're talking about, please go and listen to it. It's a great song. And, um, you know, if you're a little bit sad, it'll make you a whole lot more sad. So if you're into that, go nuts. <laughs> but yeah. Cool. Well, do, that's it. That's do, you have, it. do you have any that's special it. mentions? No, I've given you all mine. I'm gonna. I just want to rattle through a few that just need to get the airtime. Okay. Um, great songs that came out this year: "SK Forever" by D's Nuts. Another mm-hmm. sad one. If you you know you're in the Aussie music scene, um, definitely worth a listen. Uh, "Barbed Wire Body" by Movements. I know you didn't love that track, but I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about um, "Good Boy" by John Floriani. I think that was also one of the best things that came out over the last. For over the last um, six months. Uh, and two, you know, again, left field call outs I wanted to make, um, both like hip hop tracks, um, Child of God by Chance the Rapper. Um, Chance the Rapper is one of my favorite rappers and he does get a bit preachy, but I like the vibe. So um, go listen to that song. Um, and State of the Union Part Two by Marlon Craft. It was a standalone single that came out earlier this year um, that, you know, was recommended to us by some of our friends that listened to him. And yep. I think it's a great hip hop track. Um, I need to give the album more time, but I think as a standalone track, I actually listen to that quite a bit. So um, just want to put them out there. Great songs that came out this year. Okay, cool. There you yeah. go. <laughs> so that's the singles done. Uh, the next thing on our list is EPs. And I'm excited to go through EPs because we're going to be doing our power rankings at the end. Yes, we love a power ranking. I think that's going to be our strength going forward is, is a good power ranking. I mean, I can't wait to hear what yours are and what mine are because especially for albums, but EPs as, as well, I think this is where our tastes and our, our like little niches of what we listen to is probably going to separate a little bit. So I'm really keen to um, to get into this one. Me too. Um, so you want me to kick it off? Yep. Yep. So the first we the first album that or EP that we'll talk about is um, by Great American Ghost, Torture World. So I think this EP came out, you know, what, in January. And it was a band that I think um, got suggested to me at the back end of last year. Yeah. I loved the album. You know, I was listening to a lot of heavier stuff at the time. And then this EP came out and it kind of blew my mind because it was just exactly what I wanted, you know, at that time. You know, I was listening to yeah. a lot of heavy music, a lot of metal, metal chord, even kind of gets on the cusp of, um, you know, it's got a lot of death core elements in it too. Yeah, um, definitely does. especially instrumentally. And, and I think the drum work's amazing and it's just a great EP and um, yeah, seeing them live, you know, with on the Alpha Wolf tour a few weeks ago was just incredible. I'm really sorry to bring that up, Dave. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but it has <laughs> to be, it has to be considered in, you know, one of the, some of the best EPs so far this year. Definitely. Um, that was, yeah, I was in that conversation where we got that recommendation Yeah, and listened to the album a few times and then, um, then the EP came out and I was, I was hooked on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you're right. It, it does kind of hit that kind of death core sound, sound in the instrumentals, but it keeps that metal core sound in the vocals, which yeah. I think really, um, really helped me click with it. Yeah. And like, um, they're, yeah, they're just, they're, they sound huge. And yeah. That's awesome. I hope they come back and I hope they're next. If they release an album soon, I hope it's in the similar vein to this sound. Cause I did feel that yeah. this EP was a step away from their last album. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go listen to a great American ghost. Um, if you haven't before. 
Next one that we'll talk about um, is a band called Ghost Fame that you actually suggested through to me. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And the EP is called Nobody Wants to Be Here, Nobody Wants to Leave. Um, how did you find them, I guess? Because you're the one that got me into them. Yeah, so they popped up on a um, a Brooklyn Vegan list of nice. um, hardcore EPs that came out in 2022 that you may not have heard. Yeah. Um, so I just went through that list and gave most of them a listen. And yeah, I thought that you would love um, love this EP. And it's, yeah, you do. One of, this is probably going to be... Um, I was going to put them in the things I found this year um, because their, their earlier EP, I think, is also probably better, to be honest. But I know we're talking about them now. I think they are a, nearly a perfect blend of this hardcore punk, melodic hardcore kind of sound yep. that, mm-hmm. you know, I always ask you, and I think a big reason why we talk a lot about music is, hey, Dave, give me melodic hardcore music. I think I've asked <laughs> yeah. you that question a hundred times. Yeah. Um, and this band does it so well. This EP is incredible. Uh, for those listening, if you haven't listened to them before, I I describe them as a better being as an ocean. <laughs> um, yeah, in yeah. my opinion, I think they've got the same kind of, you know, vocal kind of tone um, feeling, but I, I just think they do it a bit better, which I know is a bit controversial because people love them, but um, that's how I describe them. And yeah, amazing EP this year. They're probably uh, influenced by them in 100%. some way. Yeah. And they they're obviously newer, so... Yeah. Yeah. And I think... But, um, yeah, it's a great EP. I mean, they've got some great singles out, but their second last song on the EP in Morning is, is it hits you right in the feels. So if you want to just jump straight to something, I'd jump to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my next, my one, uh, first one we want to talk about is also from that Brooklyn Vegan list. And uh, it's end on end people like you. So instead of being more of that melodic hardcore sound, these guys are more of the 90s hardcore, fast-paced, yeah. Yeah. punk-sounding, uh, like yelling instead of screaming, yeah. and just like political, and it's right up my alley. Give me something fast yeah. and, and and hard, and I'll lap it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that went straight onto the rotation as well as soon as I heard it. I actually didn't find much about this band. They, they seem to be like, they're perfect to be in that article being under the radar because there's not much, yep. even when I was Googling them and, and there's not much about them out there. And I think that you're right. They're just tr- like traditional hardcore is the best way I'd describe them. And I think it's a great EP. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, no social media presence, no, no physicals, maybe a couple of tapes yeah. um, floating around, but yeah, really hard to, to track some stuff down about them. That's so cool. That's that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, my next one is a bit of a like a it's a re-release. So it's converges the Poacher Diaries. It's a redux. Yeah. So the Poacher Diaries came out in 2014, I think, and it was actually a split. Oh. I can't remember the band it was a split with, but they've remastered it, reduxed it. And yep. only released their six songs. Okay. And uh, it's got alternate art- artwork. Uh, so they did a, did a pretty good vinyl run for it. And the it's just that classic Converge, chaotic yep. punk hardcore. But they've, they've really cleaned it up and really made it sound tons better. Yeah. 
and which they've done with their uh, the UFAL me redux as well. They really just cleaned it up and and made it sound huge and and would you say the, the um, would you say the reduxes are better than the original? Or like where where do you stand on this? For the Poacher Diaries, I think the Redux sounds heaps better. Yep. It's, it, um, the original is great. It's a bit more raw, but you can get kind of lost in the in the noise. So, um, yeah, for me, I think the Reduxes are a bit better. And like you found me came out at a very similar time, I think, or maybe earlier than the Poacher Diaries, but they both had the same kind of issue, I guess you could say, like where... You couldn't, mate, at times, like, identify what was going on. And they've cleaned that up a lot. <laughs> um, I, I need to go back and listen to them more. I say it every time we talk about music, they come up in one way or another as being, you know, you know really high up in, you know, in yeah. the, the world's power rankings when it comes to heavy music. So I should give them some more time. Yeah. I'll give you some tracks. Yeah. Love it. Complete opposite to that for my uh, <laughs> my next run um, is a band from Brisbane called Waxflower and their EP that came out called The Sound of What Went Wrong. Um, complete opposite to Converge from the sounds of it. It's not chaotic. It is, they're an extremely underrated Aussie pop punk band, in my opinion. Definitely more pop than punk. Um, I think they sit in the same kind of realm as, you know, Water Parks and With Confidence and bands like that. Oh, yeah, yep. I think um, I'm waiting for them to blow up, um, to be honest. I think they have every right to be just as big as those bands I mentioned. Um, I know they, they probably haven't been as present with touring as a lot of Aussie bands have, but I really think yeah. the more and more they get out there, the bigger they're going to get. This EP was no different. Um, you know, one of the singles ring off that is really what sold me on, on you know, pre-ordering the physicals. But... You know, every song's just a banger. It's just feel good, pop punk. You know, it's a little bit sad, the lyrics, but you don't feel it when you listen to it because the music's just so easy to listen to. So, yeah, um, yeah, they're a great band. Did you ever listen to them? No, I haven't. I haven't listened to them. They're definitely more left field for you than Grayscale even would be. So I don't oh, know if wow. you'd like it. But um, what they do have in common with a lot of other bands that you probably listen to is that they're their physicals have got pushed out again to November. So <laughs> ouch. Um, I'm hanging for those to come in. Who are they on Grayscale or something? No. They're on some they? they're on some random label that I actually don't know. Okay. I don't even know actually I know they're on a random label. I probably should have looked into that, hey. But <laughs> That's fine. Um they did they, got, they, they, they did got physicals. They did have the um the comfort supported them on their most recent tour. So if that oh, kind of wow. gives you some kind of perspective. Yeah, I thought that was a bit of an odd for support there. But um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And they supported Trophy Eyes actually at the start of the year, which was really good as well. So I think they're close, okay. but I feel like they're just really underrated and undervalued. Cool. Well, hopefully a few more people listen to them yeah. from this. Uh, the next one is an EP uh, by a band called Revoid, uh, Sleepless Still, which came out in April of this year. And again, similar to Waxflower, I feel like they're a band that people are sleeping on. Yeah, I agree. You a fan? Yeah, I really enjoyed that. It's um, your traditional metalcore in the yeah. current day sense, Yeah, but they do it really well and their guitar work is 
really, really good. And that's that's what I love about it. The guitar works like melt your face, like filthy good. <laughs> yeah. Give me some riffs. Yeah. They're um their breakdowns are, are crazy. Their vocals yep. are, you know, second to nothing. I don't know what more you could want from a metalcore band, you know, and they're in Australia. They should be touring way more than what they are. So I think people need to get up and start listening to them because um, they're incredible. Yeah. The track, um, is it Gloomsayer? Oh, I was gonna, that's my favorite song. That song is what sold me, I think. that When that single yep. came out, blew my mind. Me too. And uh, I still need to pick that up. I've just had other stuff pop up. I was going to say they're still available on anti-vinyl vinyl club. Um, Everyone needs to go and buy it. It's fantastic. Um, I don't know how it's still sitting there to be honest, but who knows? We're batting for them. So yeah, I'm going to let you introduce the next one. (laughs) Okay. So the next one is a submission that both of us had and it is, one hell of an EP. Absolutely. Uh, we have had that as a, a suggestion earlier on in the pod, one of the, like episode two, I think. Yep. And we finally got our, our physicals in the mail. Yep. And it's just so good to have more music from this band. And um, so it's Be Well, Hello Son. It's... Sometimes I have trouble putting into words yeah. how much I love this band. Um, it's a, it's a step into the mainstream a little bit, yep. sound wise compared to um, their previous album. And but I'm here for it. I think it's it's a bit more refined, yeah, and a bit more accessible. And it's, it's still awesome. Still hits really really hard. And the title track "Hello Sun" is just. Have you phenomenal? Um, have you been reading my notes? Or <laughs> uh, no. I, I agree. I think this. I mean, I'm so glad. Firstly, that you brought you know this band into my life. I think um, when I say that they're an, a raw and emotional band, I think that's the best way to explain them, regardless of you yeah. know um, what sound they fit into. You're right. I think this EP was a step towards that kind of more more commercial punk sound, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what I really like is that. Uh, Brian's uh, vocals um, are just still so raw. And I think that's yeah. what kind of brings it to that balance between what came before and what they're doing now. Um, yeah, instrumentally, so much cleaner and so much more tidy, but it still feels like a Be Well record, which is what I love about it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they're touring with the Sticks and Stones, Newfound Glory's like 20, 20 anniversary tour. Like that's massive. So please get bigger. Um, yeah. And just bring that they- tour to Australia. <laughs> I've I've my fingers crossed because they're also doing Europe with Hot Water Music and Boy Sets Fire and Sam I Am. So like that is huge. Yeah. And um that has every chance of hitting Australian shores. I really, really hope that um people will start listening to them. I really feel sorry for all of our friends who have probably heard us talk about it every week since it yeah. came out. Um, you know, it's so good seeing that some of them are listening to it. I just hope more people listen to it. Um, a great EP. It's five tracks or six tracks. Go listen to it. It's not a long listen. Um, and I'm sure you'll listen to it twice. Yeah, definitely. And then go listen to the weight and the cost, and then you'll you'll 
Yeah, and then go on a deep dive into you know everything that how the band started, what they what the members have done because it's just crazy. Yeah, like who's in it? Members from Bane, right? Yep. So Aaron from Bane, so he plays bass, and yep. like obviously Brian um, McTurnan is a singer. I'm not sure of the other two members. Yeah, but Brian McTurnan would have done produced like five albums that you would like if you like the music that we do. At least, at least, at least, yeah. Yep. So he's a huge, huge name in producing and. Uh, was in another band called Battery, which is a pretty big hardcore band back in the day as well. So, yeah, um, yeah they've got they've got the experience and the the skills there. We just yeah. need people to listen to them. Yeah, I'm hoping next year, early next year. Yeah, I'll be there. I might have to hit a couple of shows. Oh, I think if especially if it's with like a newfound glory, I'd pro- yeah. I'll probably follow that tour to a few st- to a few cities, but we'll see. All right, I've got a couple more to go. Um, one that was released like two weeks ago. Yep. Which is Speed, a game called Speed. Now, this band was a band that I kind of slept on, but then realized that they haven't actually been around all that long. No. And this is actually their first proper full release, proper, yeah. this EP. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, they've kind of been floating around. They've got pretty big aura around them, I guess you could say. And they play traditional hardcore. Yeah. And it's awesome. They they have their merch is, merch is great and the records look awesome as well. Yeah. I'm all about this single sided twelve inch with a like a screen a print, screen print Love or it. an etch on it. Love it. Like it's so much easier than a seven inch, I think, in my opinion. But I do love a seven inch as well. But yeah. if you're going to do like five or six tracks, put them on one side, yeah, and and get it etched. It's it's awesome. I'm really keen to get my physicals for this. I think Speed again, probably a band that I'd seen the name come up, but really didn't listen to them much until last year. Um, you know, with a few people that we've become friends with who absolutely like froth them. Yeah, um, they're so good, and. I'm I, I, every time I meet someone new and you know they talk to me about hardcore and speed, they ask the question like, "Why are they so big?" And I still don't know why. <laughs> like they're very good, right? They're very good, but it's almost like that's half of what makes them so big. Um, yeah, and I just can't put into words why. I don't know either. I think it's I think it might be a combination of like their merch and. I mean, they're very cool. Yeah, their aesthetic's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the aesthetic. It's a bit like a turnstile kind of vibe that you get from them. They're like yeah. up with the up with the fashion and everything as well. So yeah. they're kind of ahead of the curve with that stuff. Yeah, it's true. So we've got one more um, EP to go through and then we'll hit the power rankings. Yeah. Um, and this is one that's came out the day after a yeah. game called Speed. Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago as well. But I'd actually been listening to the singles of off this for a few few months. Yeah. And that's um Great Death New Low. And this is like left field for me. To this like is very this left field for you. And they're like dream pop indie. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like very emo. It's almost very low I think paced. I, I, I read the I read one that was it is a like shoegaze indie rock band. And yeah. I, I see that. I think that's how I'd describe them. Yeah. Um so that dropped a couple of weeks ago. Um 
and yeah, five tracks again. And they're on Death Wish, and they've been on there for a while. They've actually got two albums previous to this, so I'm looking forward to deep diving into that. Yeah. And um, yeah, the song I Hate Everything kind of sums me up in the <laughs> in the uh, title sometimes, but um, yeah. it really, really hit me in the feels. And yeah. like, yeah, it's another one that you could like Saturday afternoon, the sun's out. Yeah, stick it on and and bask in the sunshine a little bit. Yeah, it's a it's it's a fantastic EP, and again, like another one that you brought to my attention. Um, re- listened to it quite a bit this year, um, especially since you know the full five tracks are out now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, great EP. I think people should go listen to it, and they'll be surprised. I was a bit surprised it was on Death Wish though, but um, yeah, me too. But I'm, I'm here for it, and I'm, I'm glad um, that. I listened to them and I'm glad that we got those physicals the other week. I'm keen to be able yes. to spin this band because I think they'll sound really good, you know, up loud. Um, like mm-hmm. you said on the Saturday Arvo, the coffee handy. Yeah. Yeah. The dream. <laughs> That's a dream. Okay. It's power rankings time. Are you ready? I'm keen to hear about, let's go from five. Yep. What's your okay, number five? So my number five is end on end people like you. My number five was Great American Ghost, Torture World. Nice. Yep. Nice. Uh, so my number four is Great Death, New Low. Mine is Revoid. Yep. Yeah, loved it. So my number three is Gang Called Speed. I actually didn't have Speed in my top five, Ooh. which, yeah, a bit controversial. But my number three was Wax Flower, The Sound of What Went Wrong. Um, it's been out for longer. I just had to keep it in there. It's so good. Yeah. You've got to stick up for those those underground, underrated bands. That's fine. Yep. Number two for me was Converge, The Poacher Diaries. Oh, yeah. I can't believe I should have thought of that because um, I've been trying to think about what your guesses might be. My number two <laughs> is Ghost Fame. Yep. They've, um, they've dominated the last two months of listening for me. Yeah, so good. And we should just skip it, right? Because we've both got number one the same, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So number one is Hello Sun by Be Well. Very good. Had to be there. Best EP this year, and I don't think it'll drop. No, I don't think it'll get knocked off either. Um, what I did want to... I know we went through a lot. I just wanted to... Do you have any special mentions for things we haven't spoken about? Uh, no, I was just... My honorable mentions were Great American Ghost and Revoid, so they were like... My it could have been equal fifth. Yeah, my ones that I, I also wanted to um to call out was Kublai Khan's lowest form of animal. I yeah, loved that when yeah. that came out, so I need to shout that out. Um, I need to sh- uh, shout out Knuckle Park's Disposable Life. Mm-hmm. Um, very good EP. You know, love that pop punk sound again. Here with um, Reverie by Terra. Yeah, um, had to shout that out. And what I did want to shout out was just these cheeky little two tracks that have been coming out this year. Yeah. Um, not quite standalone singles, not quite an EP, um, but there's been like a few of them which have been awesome this year. So I want to shout out Starve, um, Six Feet Into the Poppy Field, Koyo released a two-track, The Devil Wears Prada released a two-track before they announced their album. Um, mm-hmm. Those songs are on there, so I don't know if that counts, but at the time <laughs> it was a two-track. Um, and then Inclination and had a two-track, which was going to be on the album, but I don't know what's happening with that. Are they cancelled? Who knows? But I yeah, loved that at a, the time. Yeah. Before before all that blew up, yeah, that was very good. Yeah. Very, yeah, that was very hype too. Yeah. 
Um, so I have no idea what's happening with that. But that was great. EPs. I don't think B-Well's going to drop. No, me either. Um, it's nailed there. Yeah. Um, unless something like a surprise comes through, but who knows? Yeah, I know. We're also looking forward to that as well. So there's, there's that is a factor, but it, it lived up to the reputation. Yeah, it did. It did. We're a bit biased, but that's fine. <laughs> doesn't matter. That's fine. <laughs> so we're moving on to albums now. I'm excited to talk about this and I'm really, if you're still listening after an hour, over an hour of us talking about, um, you know, things that like really, who, who, who are we to be talking about <laughs> this stuff? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so if you're still listening, thank you very much for listening. Um, we've still got albums to go and um, I've got a lot to say about these. So <laughs> strap yeah, in. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I've got the first one. And that was one that came out in Feb, and that's Rollo Tomasi, Where Myth Becomes Memory. Oh, so good. It's as like we heard the singles late last year. Yeah. They were awesome. Closer, I think, is still probably or closer is probably the best song on the album. Yeah. But it's just it it um it flowed really well through the previous album. And like it's, it like goes from really ambient melodic music to like really heavy, heavy stuff. Um, again, I think you're looking at my notes, but <laughs> um, no, I think this band and this album, I, I completely, in the last year, I think I've completely fallen in love with them. You know, last year mm-hmm. when I was looking at my my favorite, my top five of um, bands or artists that I've started listening to that year. Rollo were on that list because what happened, and I think I mentioned this on a prior episode, back in the day, Rollo were very different um, of a band. Oh, Mathcore or something. They were just really odd music. Like their vocals are still harsh today, but they were even more harsh. You know, the music was chaotic. It wasn't really for me. And I remember listening to old like Soundwave mixtapes and things and just skipping every time. Um, so when, you know, these singles got announced, I was like, okay, I'll give it a listen. I haven't seen that name in a long time. And um, blew my mind with how different it was. I went back listening to their old stuff. And I feel like they've had this three run of albums, including this one, yeah. which is just an amazing three run of albums, you know? Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's almost like one big story. And this almost is a perfect end to the the trilogy that is are those three albums, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's why this has to be in the conversation um, of the best album so far this year. Definitely. And like, I went back and listened to like their second or first or second album. And like, I don't understand how they're still a band. So I'm, I'm no. thankful that they're still a band, but it, um, it's amazing to me that they've like pushed through and have changed so much in such a good way. There aren't many bands in our scene that I'll say are beautiful bands. This band I would say is like beautiful. And when I say I've fallen in love with this band, like I, I, I truly mean it. Like I think, it's 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 incredible when you can have a band within an album like like this where the songs like Closer, like you said, are so beautiful. And it's probably arguably my favorite song on the album, followed by Drip straight after it, which is also one of my favorite yeah. songs. But you'd almost think they were two different bands. Yeah. You know, one is so sense. like ambient and beautiful and vocals are incredible to Drip being chaotic music, you know, really harsh, aggressive vocals. But 
it works and it balances and it flows and amazing album. So stoked um, with it. And um, I can't wait for them to come to Australia. Hopefully I don't think they've been here in a long time, but I hope. Fingers crossed. So my next one is very similar to Rollo, but different at the same time in that ambient heavy kind of realm. And that's uh, Cold of Luna, The Long Road North. Very good album. Yeah. It's it's a long one, uh, but it just moves and flows just like Rollo does. Like it's, it's just like one piece of music almost. So you, there's ebbs and flows in the middle of tracks in the changes of, of genre and, Mm. and, and tempo and, and everything. So it's just great to, to kind of just switch off and listen to. I I credit their songwriting. Like it's incredible, right? No song ever feels rushed yet. Songs go for 10 plus minutes and it's slow. It takes its time to build up, but it's so rewarding listening to this album in this band because by the time you get to the climax of a song and it's built for seven minutes, right? Yep. It's just incredible. Like my favorite song on the album is a title track. It's like a nine, 10 minute song, but it just builds yeah. for like six minutes and then it kind of like explodes and it's just incredible. Um, Yeah, just a great album. It takes you on a journey, a different journey to, to like Rollo Tomasi, but like, Still very, very good, very fun. And I will say the whole release of this album was pretty incredible with like, you know, the augmented reality stuff they were doing yeah, like on Instagram yep. and social media. And um, it gives you chills, you know, the the, the base of, of the album. And yeah, it's, it's sounds... almost spooky to me. Like I, oh, I gave it a, a listen today and I was like, this could be like the soundtrack to like this creepy horror movie. Oh or like a silent movie that the music could be like the, the script. Yeah. It's so cool. I am. Um, yeah. I love it. And it's, yeah, it sounds so good on vinyl. So very good. Hmm. So next one, um, again, very different. I feel like I'm going to keep bringing these, you know, soft albums. So I'm really sorry. Um, don't, don't do that there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, the next album came out early March. It's been out for a long time, and it's why I think it has to be considered with some of the best this year because uh, I keep going back to it, but it's um, Aftermath by Belmont. Stop pulling those faces, Dave. It's a fantastic album. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I think it's a very unique, you know, it's a pop-punk band, right? It's a pop-punk album, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, But I think it's just as unique as it is generic which I think is a really fine line to walk, but they do it in such a good way. You know, it's it's got that synth synth influence. It's got some hardcore influence, even though you don't want to admit it. Um, there's a lot going on. It feels very like a video game, but it's just um, it's just fun. Yeah, you I can. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of this this album at all. I think it's almost pure pop when it hits that synth side of stuff. Yeah. And I probably didn't listen long enough to hear the hardcore themes, but I'm sure they're probably there. Yeah. I think um, when I say themes, it's themes. You're not going to listen to it expecting yeah. like, you know, blast beats yeah. and, a, and a bloody two-step opening up. But yeah. <laughs> I understand. Um, I think for, I know I've had a lot of thoughts about it because it always is kind of in my recently listened um, each week. Um, 
when I think about albums like that in the past, like my number one album last year, um, which was Sour by Olivia Rodrigo, um, I'm sure to your your dismay as well. No, she's fine. All right, that's good. Um, it just was one I could put on at any time. And I think there's there's something in that. There's a place for that album. And this is that album for me. And, you know, they even put a meme song in there in Country Girl. And it's a banger. So that that's impressive. You can't knock that. Yeah. No, I don't knock that. I think the thing for me is this came out like a week after I was list- I, I found Grayscale. So I was okay. just like comparing it. And yep. I, I don't think this kind of stacks up to that. And yep. so that's probably what put me offside or yep. put them offside. Um, so, yeah, I'm yeah, just not that big of a fan. I listen to it. I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty keen to see these guys live as well. I think this is their best album. Um, yeah. And I think seeing them live with all their previous music, which I also love, um, and probably more generic pop punk in, in a lot of ways. I'm um, keen to see how their set goes. Yeah, they could take Wax Flare out. Or Wax Flare could take them out. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I will say, you know, given that we love vinyl, the vinyl for this 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 album, some of the nicest vinyl that comes out this year. Beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty you know, Smash Splatters, yeah. Great, great release. Just great, great, great album. Go listen to it. So my next one is Berthold City, When Worlds Are Not Enough. Great, great hardcore band. Yeah, I bring us up here for this pop stuff and you bring us right back down, Dave. <laughs> hey. No, no, I'm joking. It's a good, it's a good album. <laughs> um, I found these guys on like Spotify radio. I was awesome. listening to, to Bane. And um, an album finished, and it went straight into this. And I heard, can't remember the song, but I just went and had to find more about this band. And luckily, I was able to to pick a cup a copy up from um, from Resist. And because by the time I'd found them, they were all gone. Yeah, on their store. Um, so yeah, so if you're into. Uh, yeah, nineties, nineties hardcore, straight up hardcore, like punch you in the face, two stepping. That's the best way. I think it's just a, a true like modern day punk hardcore album. And yeah. There's not a lot of them anymore that I think do it like this. It's a really good album. No. Yeah. And um yeah, they're just they're just awesome. And I think it's got a member of Final Fight in it, maybe the singer. Oh really? Uh, we'll have to check that. Yeah. So um, some like long time hardcore band members as well. So yeah, check that one out. Yeah, cool. Cool. Well, I'll bring us back up again, if you don't mind. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. Um, my, my next album that I want to talk about today um, is Up in the Air Forever by Ocean Grove. Um, I don't think I can say a bad thing about this album. How do you, no, how do you feel about this? I think it's awesome and it caught me so off guard because I'm not a fan of Ocean Grove until now. Yeah. And I haven't even listened to their back catalogue because I don't want to ruin this album. I, um, yeah, I love this album. Like absolutely love this album. I I fell off Ocean Grove and I think I'm, I don't know if I've said it on this pod, but I'm sure all of our friends have heard me tell this story a hundred (laughs) times. But um, (laughs) when, when Luke left the band after, uh, the Rhapsody tapes, and they were they were a heavy band back then, right? Yeah. Um, 
I just, I went to a few of their shows in that little lull period before they had new music and it was almost like they completely disregarded what Ocean Grove was and they didn't have enough songs that was exciting enough for me anyway to get through a 30, 40 minute set without a, like yep. a, you know, a heavy vocalist. And mm-hmm. it kind of pissed me off if I'm being honest. Like it put a really bad taste in my mouth. I got off them big time. Uh, Flip Phone Fantasy came out and everybody loved it. And look, I, I didn't I didn't think it was a bad album, but I just didn't lo- like it. I think I was still yeah. a bit salty. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then this album came out, or well, the singles started coming out for this. And the first one, I was a bit skeptical, but then Silver Lining came out and it did feel a bit like an Oasis track. Yeah, I'm but here for it though. I'm here for it. Yeah, amazing. Um, blew my mind. And then um, the album came out and no skips. Not, yeah, not at all. Absolutely. I'm the same. So I didn't actually listen to the singles, but then I heard you guys talking about it and like popped it on and was like really surprised, really surprised that I liked it as well. Cause it's almost like a straight up rock. rock it's just like, album. yeah, just, yeah, that's all it is. Like just yeah. alternative rock even, but yeah. Yeah. But I prefer that. I like, like it. Give me some groove. Give me some, some sing-alongs like yeah. Silver Lining is could be my favorite track of the year so far. And I know we're not doing power rankings of that. Yeah. But like I was hooked straight away and that that's something pretty special. It's a yeah. hard thing to do. Um, It's an amazing album. I think I, I, I ended up buying it a few times on, on vinyl and I think it's mm-hmm. nearly one of my most fun records this year. I listen to it all the time. It's just such a great track. And I know this summer I'm going to listen to it daily a bit. Yeah. It's just, it's just easy. Yeah. No worries. So, next album in the list. And I've got a few more, so please bear with me, Dave. <laughs> it's okay. The next one um, is one of the biggest surprises of the year for me, and that's Shine and Fade by Saviour. Now, yeah. I enjoyed their last album, Alina Rose, but I didn't love it. And to be honest, I don't think I've loved one of their albums in since like one of their first, I think. Okay. But this album came out. And it absolutely blew my mind. When I say it was a surprise, like dead set, I was not expecting to love this album, but the singles started building some hype and then the album just blew me away. It's a short album. It's only eight tracks, um, 35 minutes. Yeah, yeah. But every single song could be a single. (laughs) Like It's it's that good, I think. Um, You know, it's your typical metalcore sound, I guess, that they're known for, but that's still quite big in the scene, but every song just feels so large in both its songwriting, both lyrically and, you know, instrumentally the vocal performances, both clean and dirty are just amazing. And it's a fantastic album. Have you listened to it much? I listened to it a couple of times. I listened to it today and, and send very much the same for fair 35 enough. minutes. Yeah. Fair enough. Like, I can't knock it though, because it's very, it's quite good. Yeah, I just would have liked some variety in it, like the lot of lot of guitar work, and that's awesome. And it's yeah. good to see that it's not just chug 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 kind of stuff. Yeah, and um, yeah, I'm really happy for them that they've kind of got this big hype around them now because they've been around for a little like a while. They're WA band too, so I mean that's probably yeah. why it's probably been hard for them to tour because. So expensive to come on this side of the country. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's awesome to see like 
they've got their vinyl out there. They've got yeah, lots of people talking about and listening to them. Yeah, and it's it's really good for Australian music because that's we need to to prop that up. I was really excited to see them on full tilt, so I was absolutely devastated that they didn't that didn't go ahead. Yeah. But I hope to see them soon. Um, you know, if you knew, if you haven't listened to them yet, Modern Curse and Tidal Wave, um, I think they're back to back on the album. They're awesome tracks, really yeah, good. I remember Tidal Wave. Yeah, Tidal Wave is a banger. It was one of their lead singles. Um, mm-hmm. But Modern Curse is right on my alley. Good cleans in that. Perfect song. Great album. Has to had to be discussed. It'll get a few more listens from me. It's not over yet, but um, yeah. Good. Are you ready for the next one? Yep. I sure am. All right, let's go. Today, I wanted to bring up one of the best albums of the year. I think it should be in everybody's album of the year, um, Contender Conversation. It's Harry's House by Harry Styles. Scooby-Doo, Scott. Come on, man. (laughs) Um, Is he the biggest pop star in the world at the moment, do you reckon? Oh, probably, yeah. I... um, Look, I'm I'm a Harry Styles fan. I was a One Direction fan, you know, so I definitely keep keep close tabs on all their music. And I knew that Harry Styles is fantastic because his last two albums have been incredible. Yep. But this album, again, I think he stepped it up to a whole other level and I think it's his best album yet, his best songs yet. Um, I think it's fantastic. Um, he had one lead, one lead single going into the album release as it was. I think it's arguably the best song on the album just about. Yeah. But the five track run from that song on the album. So I think it's track four to nine um, might be the best track run of any album I've listened to this year. Whoa. Which I love a run of songs on an album where I listen to it. And I think every song after another is just an absolute banger. And I think that this album has that. And yeah, it's 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 got it's 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 fun, it's poppy, it's sad, it's got everything you want, and um, I can't speak more highly of it. There's a good range as well. So, like, I listened to it today. Yeah. And um, yeah, as it was, is really good. I like um, soundtrack for a sushi restaurant. Yeah, the that apple was awesome. Song. <laughs> yeah, the apple song, I guess. Um, and I really like cinema. Oh, so good. Very yeah, good song. I, it's just like, it's awesome. It's a, it's just makes you feel good. Yeah. So he may get a few more listens. I think Lauren likes, my wife Lauren likes pop music. So yeah. she t- might appreciate it. Like if I, I was going through my favorite songs, I nearly had half the album, like more than half the album listed. But like as it was Little Freak in Daylight um, and then Keep Driving in Love of My Life. They're the top five songs off the album for me. And I think they're just fantastic. And you're not gonna stop you're not gonna stop hearing me talking about this album. Um, I think all year. That's so good. Get, if you like get if ready. <laughs> your favorite songs are, are more than five, it's it's a pretty good sign. It's a very good sign. So I know that you're now saying a lot of people probably won't listen to it um or even enjoy it that much, but I, I really implore you to give it a go. Because it is great. Awesome. Um, so my turn now. Back back to back to um our regular scheduled programming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um this was like a surprise drop. This oh, album I'm talking about. So good. and 
I'm here for it. And it's kind of re-ushered in like a, a new school version of some old school bands, I think. Yeah. So it's No Pressure self-titled LP or No Pressure LP in brackets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is weird. But um, yeah, I just, we talked about No Pressure's EP going like under the radar uh, earlier in the episode, but um, this is just awesome front to back. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of early 2000s pop punk, like early early Blink, um, just just the the sound and the way it makes you feel when you listen to it. Not a ne- not necessarily like a carbon copy of Blink and some of those bands. Like they're their own thing, um, and it's it's just refreshing to to kind of have them have them here and play music and. And like it's, it, you can hear some, um, some like story so far kind of sound yeah. in it, but it almost sounds like it was like the story so far demos or something that's like a little bit more stripped back. Yeah, which I I really enjoy. So the story so far are one of my favorite bands, um, and I remember listening to their early stuff. This is exactly what No Pressure reminded me of, um, yep. and I'm so glad with the EP came out. I fell in love with that. All their little singles they've released along the way, absolutely loved. Um, and I think what was amazing with this album drop, like you said, it was a surprise. Um, they released a set that they did not too long ago on YouTube to watch. Mm-hmm. And I was really surprised that there wasn't many new songs on there at all. They did a lot of Blink covers, like, you know, you lead to Blink. They did a lot of covers mm-hmm. on that set. Um, so I was thinking to myself, all right, they're not, they don't have new music up their sleeve. And then bang, yeah. here's like an album. <laughs> Um, and you're right. It, it takes me back to like the angsty teenage days when I was discovering, you know, the story so far and other pop punk and it's probably still a bit more edgy and a bit more raw than some of that more refined pop punk sound, but it's just, yeah. um, it's just fun. There's not much, how, yeah. how often can you say an album's just really fun front to back? Not often. Um, so yeah, great. Pucky Cannon, the goat, mm-hmm. I'm calling it. Him and him and Ben from Neck Deep can go at it, but those two, like, I don't, they're they're neck and neck for me. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. What about Chad? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Sorry. Fair enough. Nah. Well, you're up next, buddy. Oh, all right. So this one, um, I haven't shut up about. I think I've spoken about it on like you know every episode in one way or another that we've done. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, true. It is Heroin by Thornhill. Only came out a month ago. Um, it's fantastic. What do you think? Heroin's very good. Not fantastic, just very good. Oh, it's awesome. I've only listened to it a couple of times, so I've been listening to other stuff. But going from like the streaming it in my car to, to putting the like the record on. Yeah was a huge difference for me yeah. and um, it's just really well done. It sounds great. The songs really flow. I yeah. know it's different to their previous stuff, but I think they've made a really good stylistic choice yeah. to kind of move in that direction that they have. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it's going to grow on a lot of people. I know it's been polarizing for, for some of the fans, the big fans who, yeah. who've been 
following them from since the early days, but um, I think this is going to help them kind of blow up a bit bigger. So yeah, the Dark Pool I think is one of the best heavy albums I think in recent history in the in the Aussie local scene anyway. Yeah, um, I can't think of many other albums that I think would probably match that from that probably more mainstream heavy heavy sense. Maybe a Trophy Eyes record in there, but the Dark Pool for me I think could arguably be one of the best in that in the you know more yep. local scene. Especially think, for a debut oh, album as well. Incredible for a debut. Um, you know, like, not that the EP was bad. The EP is nearly just as good, but this album was just fantastic in regards from flow, production value, the whole lot. Yeah. I think it's also aged even better than when it came out. Like, I thought it was great when it came out. And then every time I listen to it, I'm just like, holy shit, this keeps getting better. Yep. Um, so when they announced Casanova for the single, the lead single for this album, I was so nervous. As it was, it was a very muse-like. There was no screaming in it. It was a bit more funky, like a bit cooler. I had no idea what to expect, um, but I, I was nervous. Then Hollywood came out, and I thought this is a perfect song. Um, it was mm-hmm. large. It built well. Um, again, no screams, but that's okay. I, I um, I kind of held my nerve a little bit, but then I think I've told this story before. But when we saw them at Unify, um, and they played, you know their other songs with these singles. It just worked really well. Yeah, um, I agree. And then the album came out and then I listened to it front to back, like I think five times in a row. Um, when I got the when I got the vinyl delivered, uh, I think I kept on the table for like a good few, a whole weekend nearly. Um, um, it's just great. The, the songs just fit really well. Um, I can't wait to see them on tour next week or this week if you're listening to it once we post it. Um, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I remember seeing them at Full Tilt and I sent you a message. Yeah. Holly effing Wood. Yeah. And that was it. It's and so like, good. Because I was on the fence about it. I, like Casanova's a good song and Archangel came out before that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe. Like, I'm not really sure. And then I saw them live and they played them and like it just slotted in so well with what they've already got in their catalogue. Yeah. And, and then, yeah. Hollywood Live is great. And then, yeah. yeah, the album just, they all just work together. So it's awesome. It's awesome. They're playing next week. They're bringing Dayseeker out, which I'm so keen to see. Yep. But then they're touring, they're supporting like the Butterfly Effect. And I just think that, yeah. I just think Thornhill are about to like, they're about to blow up even more than what they already have. Yeah. Uh, like I said at Unify, they almost could have headlined. And then there was like Violent Soho there, slowly, slowly um, with the last two bands on that stage that night. Thornhill easily could have headlined. Yeah. So big things coming for them. Um, this is an this is an album as well that I think will be around coming into the year in the conversation. So very good. Yeah, it's very good. I'm looking forward to to just basking in the basking in it in my on my turntable. Yeah. So the last album on this list that we're going to go through is one that. I've been waiting a long, long time for. How many? How long have you been Thir- waiting? Thirteen years Oof. between albums. Very good. <clears throat> and I tried to make myself a promise that I would listen to this when I got the when I got it on yep. vinyl. Yeah. And I waited like four hours before I cracked. Can we? Can we just say as well? You messaged me saying, "Hey, I'm going to wait till the vinyl comes," and I'm like, <laughs> yes. "You know what? I'm going to do the same thing." <laughs> And what no, happened? I'm sorry, <laughs> I cracked. 
I folded. I folded. I've waited this long. I can wait maybe another month, hopefully. Not even. Maybe three weeks, I hope. Maybe. But it's Alexis on fire, otherness. Very good. And oh, wowee, this is one hell of an album. It's it's like a it's like they haven't been gone for thirteen years, but it's kind of like they have been at the same time. Yeah, it's it's not going to be crisis, but it is I think just as good, if not some of their best songwriting that really? they've done. I'm so excited yep. to listen to it. I've got nothing to add to this conversation except for the singles. Um, yeah. Well, I'm luckily excited. one of the one of the singles is probably one of my favorite Alexis on Fire ever songs. And I think ever. it's the one single that I, I really, that really won me over. I think, which one is it? Uh, Soli, Sol. San Solil. Solil. Yep. Yep. San Solil. That's, um, Sorry, I have trouble saying it. No, I remember that was the last single that came out. And because I was a yep. little bit not quite sold on the album. I thought it was just going to be a little bit like the 10 inches they released. Yeah, I like it, but is it that good? And then this song came out and I was like, fucking hell. Dallas Green on the mic. Keep singing, my my, my boy. (laughs) Yeah. And I've seen, like, they've done some little clips on some reels on Instagram and stuff talking about it. And they came into the album wanting to use Dallas's voice as an instrument. Well, rightfully so. He's got one of the best damn voices of all time. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, like... But all the way through, it's it's it just feels like a pro- progression from old old crows, young cardinals, and like it, it feels like it came out like two years after. Really? Yeah, it just flows really well. Um, the singles, are like, aren't almost the biggest standouts on on the album. Like my favorite track, apart from um, Sam San Salil, is um, the closer, and it's like an eight-minute ballad, like... There's nothing better. And I think I've said about it, like, I love a final song on a record, on an album. Yeah. Ties it up. And if it's good, yeah. oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. And it's just it's just awesome. It's it's almost completely different to anything they've done. So um, the song's called World, World Stops Turning. Yep. And, like, I was listening through, I listened to it, like, four times in a row while at work on release day and and it's just growing on me even more and more. So that's uh, that's the last one I'm gonna talk about, but it's it's so good. I can't wait to put on it to spin it. I can't wait to spin it either. Um I kinda say I'm so glad we didn't get the um regular covers because they're ugly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it might be yeah. the ugliest cover art. Yeah. I think I've seen nearly ever. <laughs> yeah. It makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's I'm I'm not sure where they're going, but it sounds like it's we're not the only people that don't no. like it. No. Um yeah, I can't wait. I've seen so many people on release day talking about this album. They're still talking about it now, so um I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm gonna hold out. Every time we talk about it, I think I'm gonna break and listen to it, but no, nah, I've waited this long now. It's been how many weeks? Two, two, three two, weeks. I'm, two or three weeks. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. Still another three weeks to go, at least. <sighs> All right. Let's do this. Power rankings. Let's do it. 
your number five. It's Berthold City when worlds are not when Actually, words are not enough. Before we go, how many of these do you think we'll have overlapping after we've just spoken about these albums? Two. You think we'll just have two? Yep. Wow, oh, this is interesting. Okay, so yours was Berthold City. Yep, Berthold City. When words are not enough. Mine was Saviour, Shine and Fade. Yep, I thought so. You thought so? Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think my well, number four be... is? <sighs> Belmont. Belmont did not make the list. Whoa. Okay. My number four is Rollo Tomasi, Where Myth Becomes oh. Memory. Okay. I thought that'd be a little bit higher. That's why I went a little bit lower. My number four is Cold of Luna, The Long Road North. Very good. Very good. Number three? Number three is Ocean Grove, Up in the Air Forever. We got the same number for Ocean Grove. <laughs> yes. That's my number That's three so as good. well. Uh, so good. Deserves to be up there. Um, it, I'll be really surprised if it doesn't last. I know we'll talk about what we're looking forward to, but I can't think of a band that's going to top that kind of style. So, mm-hmm. number two? It is No Pressure self-titled number two yeah my number two is uh mr styles harry's house number two yeah it's gonna be up there it's it's um it does things to me that album (laughs) oh that's a bit lower than what i thought you thought it was gonna be one yeah i actually i i come on retract my you know it's gonna be number one (laughs) all right what do you got (laughs) mine's alexis on fire yeah after one week or two weeks yeah absolutely Mine is, I'm I'm very horny for Thorny Thornhill's heroin. Um, it would not surprise me if this doesn't drop. Wow, I mean, yeah. I, I I think every time I spin the dark pool, um, you know, I always say, "Fuck, this album's good." I, I, it gets better with every listen. Heroin's almost going to do that for me, I reckon. Ooh, okay. Unless, unless our our Lord and Saviour's Dance Gavin Dance release, like you know this incredible album i can't see anything else topping it mate you haven't listened to alexis on fire yet <sighs> yeah it's a big call there's a, a big call we'll see we'll see how we go it's a good list yeah do you have any Definitely. um honorable mentions that you didn't have in your top five that you wanted to still that were very close yeah uh rollo tomasi obviously um they just missed out yeah uh thornhill i just didn't give them enough time um Cave in heavy pendulum. Yep. Um, and praise all in a dream. Yeah, I thought praise would have been there. We could have, yeah, we could have, we could have really spoken about albums for like hours. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I had to call it, and it would, they, these are the ones that I kind of listen to the most. Yeah. I do love praise. I think I just need to give it some more time, but it'll be up there at the end of the year, I think. So other than no pressure in Belmont, which would have been. We we're very close. The other ones I want to call out that I think have been fantastic this year. Um, Stand Atlantic's album, Fear. Okay. Or Fuck Everything and Run, if you want to be MA. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic album. Uh, Obsidian by North Lane. I think yeah. um, you don't you, you pull that face. You don't like it? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> oh, after that, after the first five tracks, which I didn't love, it's, it might be some of the best North Lane um, in the Marcus era, in my opinion, hot take. Um, but that's going to be in there. I want to call out, um, sweet tooth by mum jeans. Uh, I think that's an amazing album. I want to talk, call out Kings of the new age by state champs. 
which I, I love and I can't wait for my physicals for that to come in. Um, I also want to call out Vinyl Days by Logic. Um, I don't listen mm-hmm. to a heap of hip-hop anymore outside of the usual artists that I like. Um, but that album, I think, is has done heaps. And um, yeah, I think I'll leave it at that without <laughs> going too far nice. into the list. There's plenty to listen to. So much to listen to. Um, that was fun. Yeah. The power rankings are here to stay. Yeah, I like the power rankings too. So, uh, next up, what are you looking forward to in the next six months? And we're nearly done, people. So don't <laughs> don't stress. Um, what are you looking forward to in the next six months? Um, I'm looking forward to slowly, slowly's Daisy Chain. Absolutely, November cannot come quick enough. I'm looking forward to seeing them. Uh, live again as well when I when we hit up Sydney. Oh, I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Still spewing uh, about the being as an ocean show. That would have been yeah. a perfect two days, but that's all right. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to new counterparts. Yep. And hopefully, fingers crossed, some, uh, some My Chem news. And there's a whisper of uh, a potential Thursday album. I saw something be- on Instagram. What do you be? What do you see? You've been telling me this for <laughs> since I think we um like a year ago. I've seen the whole band in practice space. Ooh, yeah, with you, their instruments. Okay, yeah. So I'll track that down. I'll send it through to you. So I, I'm very keen for the Slowly and Counterparts albums. I think they're two of probably three or four most anticipated releases for the back end of the year. Yeah, um, with Jackpot Juicer. With Dance Gavin Dance, which which comes out in three weeks. Can't wait for that. Yep. Um, really keen for the Wonder Years album that comes out on my birthday. So thank you for the present, um, the Wonder Years. Oh, cool. Um, Tiny Moving Parts, self-titled, and their, their oh, first yes. um, album since Jumping Off Hopeless. So keen to see how that goes. Um, I'm keen for, and this could have been a band um, that was in those new bands that I've been listening to this year, um, but the Callous Dow Boys. Um, celebrity therapist they're a bit of a chaotic kind of screamo band as well um can't wait for that to come out sorry there's more i'm really sorry everyone um <laughs> the alpha wolf and holding absence split the lost and the oh, longing yes can't yep. wait for that. that um and then like other things like ithaca comes out in a few weeks which i've been yeah been keen for the album for a minute uh the yours truly ep comes out this weekend that you're listening to this um, and is Inclination releasing an album? Am I allowed to listen to them in 2022? Who knows? So stay tuned for that one. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. Um, they're a great band. I just wish they'd shut their mouth sometimes. Or just not yeah. be a dick. But yeah. 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 <laughs> but you apologize, so we'll see what happens. That was a long that was a we're we're running quite a long time. That was that was good yeah. talking through all that music. That was really fun. Um so do you have a teaser for for next episode? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty excited. I think our next episode is going to have our first guest, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, which I think we've been giving this a go now for, it's nearly been two months. Can you believe that? Yeah, it's, uh, it's flown. I think we figured out, you know, a few technical things. We've been trying out some new things with how can we get people on the, on the pod um, without kind of completely train wrecking our conversation. Yep. Um, 
and yeah, it's going to be a little bit different when we get people on for, for a hot minute, but I'm keen to, you know, we started this pod to talk about, you know, music and our experiences mm-hmm. with music. And I'm keen to hear about other people's experience with music as well. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, generates some conversation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was a fun episode today. Yeah. I had a blast. I think, um, if you're listening and you're still here now, um, hit us up with, you know, what your favorite stuff's been this year as well. I think I'm keen to hear what other people think. Yep. Yeah. Send us through what you've got. So thank you for listening. Uh, please don't forget to follow, subscribe and leave a review and rating on Spotify and Apple podcasts. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at press.con.pod on both platforms. We'd like to thank our mate Nick for the intro. Listen to Caution Thieves, please. A link so to their good. Spotify will be in the in the show notes. They're really good, um, and I'm hanging yeah. for new music. And I know Nick Nick might listen to this, and I'm keen. <laughs> There's new stuff on the way, so we are pumped. Yeah, um, we love to hear the feedback and the conversations generated by our topics, and uh, yeah. we want to hear from you. So reach out, hit us on Facebook, um, hit us on Instagram. We'll, uh, we'll be pushing yeah. this one pretty hard. And um, yeah, if you think that our takes have been whack, let us know because I always tell Dave that he's um, too screamo for the pop stuff and he needs yeah. to, to open up. But if you think I'm being too pushy, let me know. <laughs> yeah, give us all the feedback. Yeah, we love it. All right, mate, I'll catch you next time. All right, see you later. Bye. Bye.